ladies and gentlemen, from Colonial Heights, Virginia, and all seasons tabletop studio, it's uh, the Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode will be Spike Protein, confirmed to be from Chinese Crate and King Cobra Venom. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theondiludedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. Welcome again, ladies and gentlemen, to The Undiluted Truth. I am Ben, and without any further delay, let's Welcome in our host, Mike. How are you doing this afternoon? Fantastic, Ben, but it's getting better. I love I to hear that. promise to Excellent. be always on my best behavior. Yeah I, I, yeah, I didn't manage to squeak that one in here. Yeah, you I, didn't squeak it in. But, uh, <laughs> the I, intro, yeah. well, my intro was a little long, I guess, yeah. No, that's okay. I was <laughs> I was waiting for it, and I thought I missed it. but uh, I, I missed it. Yeah. I missed it, but it's okay. But I if, if we do that, if we promise to do our very best at doing or being on our best behavior, I don't think that we could ask, you know, any more than that. No, no. I like that title. I like this episode simply because this is this is newsworthy. This is not just this is breaking news. This is current. Yeah, yeah. From I'll be the first to tell you. I I have heard of a lot of different snakes, but I'm not a you know, I'm not a herpetologist, uh, and but I just in my business we take care of a lot of predators and that sort of thing, right? But I've never heard of the crate, K R A I T. Yeah, uh, if you're English, you say crate. You know, I, we I have heard so. we have heard that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I mean when when they when I first heard the name crate, I. Didn't think that I had heard it either, but I mean, it, in the very back of my mind, I may have heard it once when when I was a kid or when I was studying yeah. like snakes for uh, pathfinders or something. Yes, um, I might have run across the name, but it was I had ne- I've never studied it. I've never really heard of it any more than maybe a mention of it. Right, same but, here. Yeah, because it caught me off guard. I'm like, great. What, yeah, same, what, what is same here. Uh, yeah, I was so, like, I, I think I've heard of that, but I but it the, just. I didn't know anything lot, about it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of snakes I haven't yeah. heard of. So, I mean, I was watching a, a YouTube video, not to get off topic, of of some guy uh, down in uh, Australia mm-hmm. who went to stay on an island uh, that's way inland. It's surrounded by a, a river, I guess. Um, and obviously, the, yeah, the only way to get over to it is to you know go across a little stream or whatever. And he dubbed this he had been there when he was a kid and he dubbed it snake island because it's got a lot of poisonous snakes so he yeah black mambas are yeah. very popular there and he mentioned he mentioned a few australia of, oh, okay he, he mentioned a few of the snakes while he was there filming because he's like i'm gonna stay on the island for 24 hours you know mm-hmm. and hopefully find some snakes i'm like okay okay but and he right. did find some snakes good, good and luck. i hadn't heard of yeah some of them so, right but he's like they're very deadly um so yeah, I'm, I I know there's snakes out there that I've never heard of. Yeah, so, <laughs> so that's that's my point. But yeah, but as, as as we begin to open up this episode, 
just to know that the information and and confirmed this is confirmed to be coming from snake venom yeah and there again we are going to be listening to Dr. Brian Artis and Stu Peters on the Stu Peters well show yes but this was an interview that he done has done prior to right. this particular show but and keep in mind that he has been sort of named as the number one person that Pfizer wants to silence yeah and i you know i think it's important to for our listeners to have that perspective as we begin here I, because what he and, and th- these are actual facts and there again you know we're doing audio not video but but a lot of resor- resources research papers uh, uh trial statements from their own documents will be right. said throughout this so this is this is not just intriguing this is a little bit mind blowing and it's hard to sort of wrap your your head around some of this mm-hmm. but as we mentioned before, this is sort of a we're in this lane now. It's important, I think, for the listeners and 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 even us to full attention, you know, quiet on the set sort of thing. Take notes if need be. Yeah. But no distractions. So when you're listening to this, truth seekers, rock tumblers, find a place that is quiet that you will not be disturbed. This is heavy. So, yeah. Um, and I was, I was going to add a little bit of levity when you said that Pfizer wanted to silence him. I, I was going to say, well, maybe they just don't want their back adjusted anymore. Yes. Folks, he's a, he's a retired he, chiropractor. Yeah, he's, he's he said retired, that. Yeah. That's so I was true. just going to say, maybe they don't want their backs adjusted anymore. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, a, I think it's a little bit more serious than that, Ben. Yeah. A little bit more, a <laughs> little bit more. Yeah. And just to, all of this, but this even brings it a little bit more clear of what these people are really willing willing to do and are already doing. It's it, it really is hard to swallow. So anyway, okay, yeah, are we ready? We we are ready. Okay, two seat belts, strap right. them on, ladies and gentlemen. I think you, I'm in. You yep. you might even want to use a third one around your chest to really sit back in the chair because five point harness. Big, yeah, racing yeah. harness. Uh, there you go. All right. Okay. All right. And the next voice you will hear is Dr. Brian Aris. In all of Christendom, what is the symbol of evil in Christianity? The serpent. The serpent. Can you think of anything more evil than envenomating the entire world with snake venom mm. and then injecting snake venom into your veins and then using mRNA technology that they've been isolating from snake venom for years that they know are unusually stable more stable than any other mRNA they've isolated from other natural organisms for decades. Mm. 2015, they took mRNA from cobra venom, crate venom, and they actually wrapped the mRNA in nanoparticle hydrogel. How often have you heard about that with these new mRNA vaccines? And they made it even more stable. Then they actually added what's called dynabeads to those nanoparticle hydrogels surrounding the mRNA of snake venom. 
and it made it even more stable. It made it last longer. It made it easier to get inside of your cells. Mm. You know what dynabeads are? Magnetic metal nanoparticles. Okay, well, we'll pause quickly right there. I see you looking at me, Ben, and, and that well, I'm sure everyone out there <laughs> listening is going, wait a minute, mag yeah. magnetic uh, di- these these dynabeads, magnetic, right? And, well, and of course, yeah. we 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 and, now have the advantage of he's showing now a picture on the screen of remember all these people put magnets on their arms. Okay, I don't I don't remember that, but oh, I, you I don't? remember no, but I remember our, in one of our podcasts where. Forget who it was. I think it was uh, da, 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 da. Sherry Tenpenny or Carrie Midday. It could one possibly, of the two. But they were talking about um, that the nanoparticles could respond to an outside source. And I remember talking with you. I forget if it was on the podcast or just after about an outside source could be a magnet. You know, depending yes. on, depending on what was actually the particle. Right. If it was me- metallic of some sort. So, you know, I mean, if you put a strong enough magnet, that those particles are going to just rip through all your, your, your blood vessels, your, you know, to go to the magnet, it, depending on how strong the magnet is. So there's various things that these people could essentially, uh, I guess I wasn't talking directly into the mic, sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> but there's, there's various things that uh, somebody could use these particles to do to you. Yeah. And so yeah, when they mentioned metal, I'm like, Ooh, okay. yeah, and I, I think, All right. yeah, and I think these, and he he'll get a little bit more into it, but I, yeah. I think, yeah, these particular particles are just sort of, and and we're going to be very layman here. Is oh, by the way, they just happen to be, you know, metal origined, if you will, um, right? So and and uh. uh magnetic it i don't think i don't think the the purpose is to reach outside of the body and skin to do damage i think it's within is is well yeah really the but they but they but they react they could react to an outside source yeah yes they could yeah that's what i was they could and and the bottom line is is that why you know why in god's reading earth would you want something inside of your body that could this magnetic anyway period right i mean i mean let's let's just face it uh something synthetic that's well let's just inject magnetic particles inside and see what happens yeah i mean mean, what happens (laughs) if you go for an mri yeah right i mean those are super strong magnets yeah and so you're told not to wear any things. I mean, what yeah. if you have metal tooth fillings? What if you have, and then you have that in your body? What is that going to do to you if you go get an MRI? Well, especially into the bloodstream here. We're, we're right. talking about exactly. because you know many uh, many individuals have screws, you know, from surgeries and stuff like that. Right. Titanium, they could be magnetic, but and some people aren't allowed to have, I think, know, MRIs did, because of certain things like that. So exactly. But, but if you don't know and the medical field doesn't know that's what i'm getting at like if they don't actually know what this is well i'm just wondering what would happen if you go get an mri and you've had all this stuff in you and uh, well i that, don't know yeah I, and i'm just proposing a question that well, no and yeah. that adds to the mystery of the things that we don't know about right, what is right. it what, let's face it we are just now finding out that this is snake venom right i mean yeah. are you kidding me right. hey here we go Thank you.
showing pictures of people with magnets stuck. Yeah. That's the injection site. Yeah, from the metal pennies. Do you have any people paid by the CIA who are working for television networks? This, I think, gets into the kind of uh, getting into the details, Mr. Chairman, that I'd like to get into in executive session. Okay, so that was an actual clip of an actual session in Congress back in the 60s. Wow. Okay. That confirmed that there were people that were working for the CIA posing, not really posing, but they were actual media types. Yeah. They well, were they their, were in the news agencies. That's kind of their cover job. And it was the question yeah. was was a pointed question and the answer was very ambiguous. Ambiguous. It it was well. I think we need to discuss this in private session, right. where no one can hear. So yeah. so back then, that is you know that is sort of what was going on and confirmed. They just uh, you know they just brought this up to uh, sort of get our attention as wow. to to how okay. long this has been going on. So what we're getting ready to hear, Ben, okay, is what? a clip that. Brian Artis wanted played just a short clip, and we're going to pick up just a couple in this season four, episode fifteen of the Blacklist from 2016. Okay, that's, it it just you know connecting the dots from that particular show. That's a okay. That's yeah, TV show. The TV okay. show, yeah. Okay, uh, and what this show's topic was about. Gotcha. So the the scene here, what you're going to hear, is the one of the lead characters has been poisoned, and he is kind of trying his best. He's almost to the end of his rope as right. far as taking his last breath. So that's what you're going to hear. It's going to you know it's a it's a scene inside of a pharmacy here. Okay. And uh, there's a young woman trying to get him what he needs to as a quote, antidote, so. Right. All right, so here we go. Oh, wait a sec. Yep, yep. And go. I've lived my entire adult life surrounded by a corona of death. Mm. Some days I even long for it. Okay, so you've got... <laughs> Yeah, wow. Uh, uh, okay. Interesting right there, uh, what he calls it, uh, corona of death. Yeah. Uh, and I'll be the first to tell you, uh, I've only seen this show sort of advertised, not really. I can't yeah. say that I've actually seen it. I might have watched one episode. I don't. Yeah. So uh, don't know a lot about it otherwise. Um, okay. But we want to pick it up on this next little clip. Okay. And then we'll right. get right into uh, uh, Dr. Artis's uh, comments here. Okay. All right. Yeah. And here we go again. Bronco, die later. That is the bad news. There's good news? The lab did find one distinct element in the molecular structure of the drops taken from Robert Dolly's apartment. A 
peptide unique to the venom of Gungaris flaviceps, also known as the red-headed krite. Ooh. Mm. When I saw this, I knew. I knew I was right. I knew I was supposed to see that because it was confirmation to me that other people knew this was planned all along, right. which we've known this is a plan. Yes. The FBI figures out that it's actually peptides found in crate venom that poisoned Reddington. In the show, you learn that he was poisoned by drinking. It was put in his drink. And then I realized something. I realized how they've been spreading this. Showing a picture of a faucet over top of... I've actually told my wife six months prior to this that it's very odd when you go on the CDC's website that they have this wastewater surveillance tab on the COVID data tracker site. And they have 400 water testing sites in 37 cities in this country. Okay, pause at 400. Testing sites in 37 different cities. 437 cities. Oh, 437 cities? I thought he said 400 sites in 37 cities. So, yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, okay. <laughs> 400 sites within 40, within, uh, within 37. Okay, cities. gotcha. Yeah, okay. and then they're showing a map with all the dots and everything oh, boy. as to where they are. All right. So just, just we'll, we'll pause for a minute to digest, okay? Now, my mind goes right to blink, blink, lights flashing. Uh-huh. How are they? He, he used the word. How are they spreading spreading this thing? This how are the you know, and of course we we all at well it's a virus it's spreading right. That's not what Brian Doctor Brian Artis is saying. Right. How yeah. does spreading this virus? What does that have to do with the water supply? The connection was what he saw on the movie that this guy drank this poison. Right. Exactly. So so keep. I, w- I wanted to give. Just give our listeners a perspective as mm-hmm. we're listening to this yeah. because he's okay spreading and and this I'm looking at this map this this document that's on the screen and it's a current COVID well it says current SARS-CoV-2 virus levels by site United States and these are all what does this mean it's it's these water sites so mm. okay uh, let's pick it up here and listen to what. Uh, What's coming next? What no one knows is the data from the CDC between January of 2020 and September of 2020 in relationship to their water testing of these 37 cities. They only let people know they were doing it in September of 2020 and now releasing that data. They now just announced two weeks ago, Walensky did of the CDC, that they're now upping their water testing. They say and have been reporting to media outlets that how it works is they are PCR testing our wastewater because we, as we get COVID-19, are pooping it in the water and we're gonna test our wastewater and we can tell a city when there's high amounts of SARS-CoV-2 in the water, they can actually tell that same community 
four or five days later is going to be an outbreak of COVID-19 in that city. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's backwards. That <laughs> is completely backwards. Oh, if, if a community has had SARS-CoV-2 go through their body, right. they already had their symptoms. <laughs> when they eliminated the virus, supposedly the virus, out of their body and it ends up in your wastewater, you no longer have symptoms. Right. How could okay. you know and then be able to confirm in the future, four to five days from now, when we find it in your wastewater supply from your city, when we see it being shed in your water, four to five days later, we can actually tell you there's going to be an outbreak in your city. It's not because there's an outbreak in that city, just like in the show Blacklist. I had to break this down for every aspect of COVID. One thing that's been very unique to COVID is the sense of loss of taste and smell that lasts for months, yeah. even years. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop at that wow. so, so we can wrap our brain around what he's talking about. So okay. he says what they're doing is they're, 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 they're pumping up, so to speak. They're increasing their testing in these different sites, these 400 different sites around. So, And they're claiming through a PCR test within the water uh-huh. system, right. wastewater, that, uh-oh, we're finding right. you know, COVID-2 or spike protein or... Or positive yeah, for right. positive for Corona exactly, and so based on what we're te- what we're finding in the water system is there's going to be an outbreak. But but like but like Brian said, if there was that much for you to test in the wastewater, that would mean you already had it, an outbreak. It, it was already happening. It was already happening. So or or I'm gonna I think I'm gonna jump the gun here. Or they're not actually testing it. They're putting it. In your water, and then there's an outbreak. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, did I say uh-huh. that out loud? I think I did. That's exactly right. So Gotta now read between the lines. So guys. now Gotta read between the lines. Though. And 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 we're gonna continue to take a step, a step, a step further. Oh, because boy. now when you think you say, Well, okay, well, it's snake venom. This virus not right, right. spreading because of sneezing. And we talked about it before the the episode. Uh, aerosolized? Right. No, it's not. It's yeah, not yeah, even yeah. a virus. Okay, right? Yeah. They're just calling it a virus. All along, the spike protein is snake venom. How are okay. they? How are they passing snake venom to the people? Well, you got four hundred sites around the country. So, so, but I'll but I'll interject. So, the virus that was still quote going around was actually the common flu. If there was indeed a virus. Right. But I but can... even if so, they were treating people for this that had common flu, uh, and then they were getting them ill. And Yes. We're, if we're, you follow what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think what the whole time the virus that was going around, if there it was a virus going around, was simply common flu stuff. Yeah. And, and, and see, Mixed may... in with effects of this well, going around, which wasn't a virus like you're saying exactly right, right. yeah that's so that's what i'm kind of trying to say there was a intermixing but it wasn't like we had said before it wasn't coronavirus and common flu virus it was simply common flu virus and whatever this is now snake venom exactly right and gotcha. keep in mind yeah how do you know how well how was the public knowing or thinking whatever that they had a virus they were tested. Yeah, they were right, given exactly. a PCR test, and oh, was that a very that was a very accurate test, right? Uh, yeah, of course not. Absolutely, 
it, <laughs> they they ran those cycles 40, 50 times when the originator of the test said, look, if these things are even ran over 20, they're, they're not accurate. So they continue to run, 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 run. And, the, and then they say, okay, you have COVID. And then they put you in the hospital and see, so step one. So now they're, that's how they're, they tell you you have COVID. Now, right. they, now well, they've got you. So, But even, even that PCR test was, quote, faked because they were given a thing to look for that wasn't even a cop, uh, what is it called? An actual well, a certified certified copy of the quote virus. Exactly. So right. all they had to work with was what this sequence is that was given to them. So we're it, we're just going to say whether it's a virus or not. Hey, look for this, it, right? Yes. And we're going to call this COVID. Yeah, and and yeah. that was the catch to get the opportunity. And there was more than one way to be able to administer this snake venom and, and Brian Ars is going to get it okay. into it. So I just wanted us to, to wrap yeah, yeah. our heads around a little bit. Okay. In this instance, he's talking about water. It's in the water. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So here we go. Holy cow. I had no idea. They already knew this did this to people. When you drink it for the people who are the natural healers or the individuals who've got bitten when they actually suck the venom of cobra into their mouth and then spit it out they have this loss of taste and smell that can last 12 months a year and a half it's just from having it exposed in the mouth which is exactly what's happening when it's being put into our water now the thing about the water is this and i'm going to pause it again real quick uh, sorry to keep doing this but you know <laughs> okay. here again see this is the power of media because all you would have to do is ask probably the majority of Americans, what causes you to lose taste and smell? Well, what are you going to COVID. 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 Right, COVID, yeah. COVID. So if Brian, I lose taste and smell, I must have COVID. So what he's saying is, no, for years upon years, it's always been snake venom. Hmm. Snake bites cause you to lose taste and smell. Interesting. Not some virus. So... The power of the media is is at it again here. Mm. Let's keep tumbling rocks, Ben. All right. They are using the water systems because they can target specific demographics. They are absolutely confident that the peptides they have chosen for COVID circulated throughout the earth and throughout the populace specifically targets and the vaccines and the mRNA in the vaccines specifically target organs like your spleen, your pancreas for diabetics, that's a concern, brain tissue, liver tissue, lung tissue, and heart tissue. So if you already have a disease process of inflammation of any of those organs, you are the ones they're targeting. So the people that work at my water treatment facility are aware of this? They're in on it? No. Okay. No. The mm. CDC's in on it. And the CDC is working with contracting companies to make sure they do it. Wild and kind. Kent is kind tasting to your taste buds, kind tasting to your throat. So there's nothing to disturb your full enjoyment of the goodness. Okay, so this guy, this is a, this is an old '60s uh, commercial he's showing now of smoking. Hmm. Of Kent's finest quality tobaccos. So get your taste buds back to normal. There are nicotine receptors in your brainstem that control your diaphragm, 
your diaphragm has to contract to be able to allow oxygen at all to get into your lungs. They are using crate venom and cobra venom, calling it COVID-19. You're drinking it. It's getting it into your brainstem and it's paralyzing your diaphragm's ability to breathe. I cannot say this enough. In the very beginning of COVID, it was being reported around the world that the least demographic represented in hospitals being hospitalized for COVID-19 were smokers. Okay, did you pick up on that? So the the smokers were not catching COVID. The smokers were not getting sick as a population. Interesting. Not but they were the least amount represented. That's what he's saying. Right, okay, right. Okay, so just plant that little uh, seed there in your mind for a second. Huh. All right? And we'll continue. Around the world, it was less than 5% of everybody in hospitals were actually smokers. And they found that odd only because this was a respiratory virus. It doesn't make any sense. Wouldn't it be that yeah. the people who were shoving tobacco yeah. and nicotine in their lungs would be more apt to be traumatized by a novel respiratory virus, but that's not what they Mm -hmm. saw. What was amazing is when this started getting reported in the first six months of COVID in 2020 around the world, guess what our federal government did? Anthony Fauci, the NIH, CDC, and, and the FDA all came out and started pumping in the media that there's no better time than right now to quit smoking. And they actually lied to you. And they lied to the entire world and said, smokers are being hospitalized at rates higher than any other demographic. Well, the truth is, these nicotine receptors that are affected by cobra venom and crate venom that control your ability to breathe and was causing your oxygen levels to fall, that on a pulse oximeter, looks like you have pneumonia. No, you weren't. You were being paralyzed, actually. You couldn't breathe and your heart rhythm was actually being dropped by the same receptors. Do you know that smokers, nicotine ties to those, and then cobra venom and crate venom can't bind to those receptors, so it can't paralyze your diaphragm? So they knew and were theorizing in France in April of 2020 when they figured out that it was the nicotine receptors that control the diaphragm's ability to breathe was what the spike protein was targeting because it most looked like the neurotoxin, neuro being brain, neurotoxin of crate and cobra venom, they started theorizing that studies need to be done that we start giving people nicotine to protect them from getting COVID. How about that? It absolutely is known that nicotine is protective against COVID-19 because it stops these venoms. Okay, so I'm going to pause it right there real quick. Wow. I'm going to read this. Interesting. He's, he's, he's got a, uh, a a page up here on the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, you know, a news headline says a a nicot, not nicotine, but a nicotinic, which okay. is a nicotinic hypothesis for COVID nineteen with preventative and therapeutic implications, and then it gets into an article, but that's the headline. Okay. So, uh, uh, hmm. so and I'm not I, I'm not sure if he gets into it, but obviously he's not going to endorse smoking. But but you've got you've got a. Nicorette gum. You've got nicotine that you can chew gum and right, right. You know, and get yeah. And you've got the patch, mm-hmm. which can prevent you. You know, so that's this is this is becoming very interesting. Now, who would have ever thought that you had these you know these nicotine sort of uh, receptors in the base of the brain? Yeah. Uh, so, so the question is, are they going to start? And maybe, uh, maybe I'm going way too far ahead. But are are they going to start pulling? 
nicotine patches, nicotine gum, and all of that off the shelf, so you can't get those. I mean, I would. They're probably not going to pull cigarettes off because fewer people would probably try to start smoking versus try <laughs> a nicotine gum or nicotine patch if you weren't a smoker. Exactly. So I'm I'm just curious as to if uh, if they've tried to start pulling that off the shelves. Now. If I had to guess. I would say yes, they would. Makes it, me wonder. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You need to watch this. So, oh, boy. Keep, keep in mind. I don't want to give them any ideas. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I don't. Th- <laughs> I mean, I, I think we sort of already know what they're going to do. But yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. From damaging and connecting to these nicotine receptors in your brain that control your diaphragm's ability to breathe. But once you go into a hospital because you can't breathe, if you're not a smoker and you don't do the nicotine. They put you on remdesivir. Remdesivir is venom from a cobra. It's attacking itself, attaching itself to the nicotine receptors in your brain. You then can't breathe, and then at the same time, it destroys the inside of your of your lungs through what's called a cytokine storm. Now we've heard that before, right? Uh huh. Yes, now, we now, have. Now he just made a big statement. He said remdesivir is what? Cobra venom. Cobra venom. Yeah. Now, how is that possible? Mm. Think about that one. Yeah. He will He will get to that. Mm-hmm. Here we go. That is what Cobra Venom does. We've got to get this guy on a ventilator or this gal. And then they say they got to put you on a ventilator. Why are they putting you on ventilators? They're putting you on ventilators because uh, they're going to put you on sedation drugs to put you on the vent. And they can actually murder you by euthanizing you with drugs that act similarly to the venom. Okay, I'll read a quick article they just just put up on the screen. 80% of New York's coronavirus patients who are put on ventilators ultimately die, and some doctors are trying to stop using them. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. So that's just not a, it's just, just not a random statement. These were actual facts. So. Yeah. They have to sedate you because when they go to shove a tube down your trachea to get into your lungs you'll pull it out you'll pull it out or you'll fight them as they're trying to shove it in there so they have to sedate you so they use morphine fentanyl presidex lorazepam or midazolam those five drugs act on the same centers of your brain that control the diaphragm's breathing and your heart's ability to breathe these drugs are euthanizing drugs and they actually will put you on these protocols at the same time they have you on remdesivir, the entire attempt is to slow down your breathing and your diaphragm and you will die. They've got the cocktail down pat. The average person dies on day nine of COVID-19 hospitalized treatment. They only authorize, per the NIH, two five-day treatments of remdesivir. It's amazing that the ninth day is the day that most people die. In February of 2020, mm. the Wall Street Journal was allowed to produce an article and they particularly speak to the word virus in coronavirus pandemic. And in this article, it actually states that the Latin definition historically for virus, originally and historically, virus meant and means venom. So I started to wonder, well, what about the name Corona? Does it have a Latin definition or a definition at all? So I actually looked up what's the definition. And on dictionary.com, it brings up 13 definitions. Corona, religiously, ecclesiastically, means gold ribbon at the base of a mitre. And I didn't know what a mitre was. 
So I copied it and pasted it and then hit images. A mitre for those that are listening is what the Pope wears or a priest wears when he's in all of his regalia. So oh, okay. He yeah. wears a mitre. So that's right. That's what corona means, which sort of, you know, uh there there's called, I think, even around the moon can be a corona uh like I mean like rainbow, rain, if you will. Like sort, a, okay, yeah, sort right. of a glow. But mitre is what the Huh. And that, if you sort of look at a mitre, it it may resemble a snakehead, if you will, because it's pointed at the top. It comes kind of comes around. It can resemble the snakehead a little bit. So interesting. Yeah. So here we go. He's going to finish, you know, his uh, description of this here. So this actually could read the Pope's venom pandemic. Whoa. It also can read crown. Corona means crown. Also. In Latin terms, corona means crown. Visually, we see kings represented with a crown symbol. Right. So put that together for me. King Cobra. King venom. Cobra or the Pope's. It actually could read Venom. King Cobra Venom Pandemic. I've said this for about a year now that I actually believe this is more of a religious war on the entire mm. world. Uh, I've been adamant about that actually. The message of Christ forever was, he's the master healer. Yes. And faith precedes all miracles, not vaccines. He made a blind man see. Amen. Right. He touched the leper. So why are we actually trust putting more faith in drugs, and why is a man of the cloth supposedly putting more faith in science and a drug than he is in telling people to pray to God? And that... Wow. Yeah. He's quoting he's quoting uh Pope Francis coming out and encouraging people to get the vaccine. That's right. that's where he was going with that statement. Yeah. yeah. God's greatest creation was you. And you are made up of a DNA strand of genetics that are unique to you. If I was going to do something incredibly evil, how ironic would it be? Mm that the Catholic Church or whoever would use the one symbol of an animal that represents evil in all religion, which is either the snake or the dragon, which is actually just a snake with legs. You take that snake or that serpent Mm -hmm. and you figure out how to isolate genes from that serpent and get those genes of that serpent to insert itself into your God-given created DNA. Listen, I think this is the plan all along, was to get the serpents, the evil ones, DNA into your God-created DNA. And they figured out how to do it with this this mRNA technology. They're using mRNA, which is mRNA extracted from, I believe, the King Cobra Venom. The King Cobra Venom. Mm. And I think they want to get that venom inside of you and make you a hybrid of Satan no longer just belonging to God or a creation of God's. Mm -hmm. When I say that the mRNA Mm. inside of the Pfizer Moderna shots is actually derived from snake venom, it just sounds crazy, right? Yes. All right, I'm going to pause that. Wow. Now, we've talked, we've sort of 
and not in this detail, and not in the chemistry, to biology, and the in in, in right. the medicine. But we've talked about how it really appears that in all of the things that are going on, all the way from you know, God is fresh air. We need to put masks on them to right. breathe poison. Right. You know, uh, uh, sunshine, fresh air, vitamin D, antiviral. Uh, we wouldn't. We need to get them inside, lock them down. Right. You know. Uh, and then to the vaccine, you know, uh, the mRNA affecting the DNA. And at every turn, it appeared to be, this is the devil's way of saying, okay, this is of God. I'm going to do the opposite. This is of God, right, do the right. opposite. And and when it was, and, and we've talked about that, it really appears that he wants to be in control and actually in his own way say, now... You belong to me. Yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna make a similar comment. Yes. Actually, it's like it's it's like, um, it's like his way of like you just said him trying to say to to God in the end, like, no, these people are mine. They've got my DNA. Yes, quote unquote in in them. Yes, you know, and yeah, that that's, and and then the and then I think you know the King of all kings, right. Of heaven and earth is Jesus Christ. How absolutely how ironic, or if you if you look clearly to see a serpent with the name King, yeah, the King Cobra, mm-hmm. Venom, the the right the one thing that is going to change your DNA and they will be able to control. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. When, when we clearly understand what all of this means once it's inside of you and how the control can take place and, and right. so forth and so on. There's other episodes, yeah. uh, by the way, uh, uh, folks that are coming, uh, but we, we want to grab your attention. We are going to continue on here. We have a few more minutes, but we, you know, we don't want to cut you short. We're about to wrap up this one, but, uh, we, we this is important. This is, I mean, uh, this is like Dr. Brian Arnold says. This is a religious war. And, absolutely, and, absolutely. And to have everything pointing sort of to the to the one individual, which really isn't the person of the Pope, but the position of right. the Pope pointing right. to. He is the he is the one that the world looks at mm-hmm. as the representative here on earth. So read your Bible and yeah. look at what is happening right before our very eyes. Right. We need to be looking at this. Yeah. And and I was just gonna make the comment, even if Satan, the serpent, is quote trying to say, you know. I am the king, quote unquote, King Cobra, and be injected in you. Uh, I just wanted to say that God is still king of what? Kings. Yes. And Lord of Lords. So yeah. even if Satan, quote, calls himself a king, it doesn't matter because my Lord is king of kings. Yes. And Lord of Lords. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Okay, uh, just a few more minutes here, uh, but we'll continue here with uh, Dr. Brian Ars. But I want you to read. You know I want you to read from July 6th, last year, 2021, the co-founder of Moderna. Read the title, show it to the camera. Moderna co-founder using mRNA technology to treat 
Venomous Snake Bites. It goes on to say that he's going to help create and co-found a company called Ophirix. Look it up, it's phenomenal. Ophirix. Ophirix is a brand new company based in San Francisco that actually is going to solely work on creating anti-venom drugs for snake bites. Guess who funds this thing? The whole company. Uh, the Department of Defense. The Department of Defense, the Welcome Trust Fund, and the United Nations. Mm. Incredible. Okay. All right. So this is great. I just no, want. No, just let's let's wrap our heads around that for a <laughs> yeah, second. Yes, How many dude. snake bite victims wow. are there? It's like a hundred thousand people. A uh, hundred thousand people will die from snake bites. But this is enough for the CEO of Moderna to make that this is a huge issue. But not only that, but the importance for the Department of Defense and for the United Nations to get on board and to fund such a venture. Yeah. Dr. Hoff out of doesn't Canada. make sense. Uh, after evaluating his vaccinated patients, was able to determine those who had received the mRNA vaccines. They all had elevated D-dimers, and he checked that because they all complained of extreme fatigue, like long haulers, COVID symptoms. And he was enlightened to, to do this D-dimer test, and then found every single one of them had elevated D-dimers. Now I want you to read on Medscape, I just printed this out, <laughs> from Medscape.com. What is it that medical doctors are trained to look for when they see elevated D-dimers. So read the title, and I want you to read the fifth bullet point. How are elevated D-dimer levels interpreted? Snake venom poisoning. So even medical doctors are trained mm. to look for elevated D-dimers and to know that this is a possible snake, snake venom bite. Poisoning. Yeah, poisoning. And notice wow. they didn't use the word snake, snake bite poisoning. victim. Right snake venom poisoning and i was like oh my god it's in the mrna shots for sure this is why you're seeing this they even talk about it on here that d-dimer is a reflection of fibrinogen yeah oh i can't oh you know I, I just can't stop mm. myself from continuing to stop this very important he didn't say snake bites no so i, th I think we don't want to miss that yeah if it, you have it was elevated D-dimers, snake. One of the bullet points is directly snake, snake venom, venom poisoning. poisoning. Yes. Yes. Now that I mean, and, now, and think about what he has he has read there, and this is off once again off yeah. of off of the medical document, right? And then I'm sure that he goes he goes back to the episode of the blacklist and That's, goes, yeah, wow, that was all about snake venom poisoning. Because he drank it. Mm -hmm. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Stay in your seats. This is getting wow. almost hard to believe, but believe yeah. it. This, all of these things can be proven, documented, and this is exactly what's going on. Mm. All right? Here we go. Uh, and its ability to control coagulation. And that it's usually at normal low levels inside of people who are fine. But then they, these D-dimers get extremely elevated after snake venom poisoning. Venom poisoning. The kidney failure caused by remdesivir is the number one organ targeted by King Cobra venom. It's the number one. There isn't anything in relationship to symptomatology of COVID-19, injuries post-COVID-19 vaccines, treatment with remdesivir that cannot be correlated back in research studies 
to venom from cobras, crates, and other vipers. Mm. So when somebody gets bit by a snake, uh, particularly a king cobra or a crate, what is the long-term prognosis for these people? So these people that have been injected and oh, yeah. this jab remorse, I mean, there's been a lot of people like Zev Zelenko, who I respect tremendously, has come out and said, you have a ticking time bomb inside of you. Uh, is that true? Yeah, your body has now been put, had gene sequences put into you or peptides put into you of venom. Yeah. And that actually continues, particularly one bite after another, those disease processes become even more exaggerated. This is why they want to continue doing the booster shot program. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he's wow. going to get into a little, uh, uh, just a, a, a little story about a fortune cookie <laughs> okay. and, and his wife uh, at, at lunch, uh, but I, I don't know that we need to go there. And basically the fortune, uh, it, what it said basically mentioned to him that, according to him, he was on the right track with all of this, so... Um, I, I don't know that we need to continue yeah. any further with this. Okay. There's more. Wow. There, there's more of this information, um, and what we need to understand is that the remdesivir plays a key part in all of this because once yeah. they get you, it it really interacts. And and see, you've got two different snakes: one that causes clotting, one that causes blood thinning, and depending on what's going on in your body. I mean, you know, of course, blood clotting in the lungs is bad, but if you're bleeding internally, you need it to clot because you got to stop, you know, a a blood, you know, if, if it's going to head, let, let's say right, right. if something's heading toward the lung or whatever, you want to, you want to stop it. So, you know, you, you want it to be thinned out, but you don't want it to be too thin. Right, you know, yeah. So the and and I can't remember which is which. Uh, so I, so what you're saying, if I'm understanding correctly, the the two venoms that you're saying is the actual quote coronavirus venom mm -hmm. that is a venom is the one causing coagulation, and then the remdesivir is quote an anticoagulant, but it also targets other things because it's a venom. Well, because yes, he and said they, that that's an anticoagulant. Yes, and they can so, put in they you know, and the key here, but it's is, still a venom, so it's targeting other things when they try and do that. Yes, because exactly. yes, because they the the remdesivir container, the way that it's delivered into the hospitals and everything, mm -hmm. it it's 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 come it's made from a powder form and then it's put into a a liquid, you know, a bottle, and, right, and, right, or a bottle with liquid in it, you know, right, as mentioned I, on previous podcasts. Yes, yeah, yeah, and yes. and it looks right. and it looks very, it looks very similar. Okay, to to cobra venom, to to cobra venom. You're not going right. to be able to tell it apart. So who's going to notice? Nobody's going to pick this thing up. It's remdesivir, you know. Now somebody might go, well, it looks a little bit like cobra venom, you know. I mean, but uh, you know, it's remdesivir. It's the number one. Yeah, drug recommended drug. That's recommended. I mean, four out of the five yeah. doctors that are still alive uh, yeah. recommend it. 
Yeah, right? I mean, still alive. The, yeah. fifth doctor, <laughs> the fifth doctor recommends that he's still alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Uh, so, but... <laughs> wow. There, this is the tip of the iceberg. Oh, man. And I, we cannot miss the, the spiritual aspect of this. And we really need to keep our eyes wide open. And I can tell you, I, you know, what can you trust? You know, we talk about the diet, you know, and how important that is. And we know that we're made of water. We need water. Yeah. So if right. I'm, if, if I'm the enemy, what do you think I'm going to contaminate? The one thing you need most. Yeah, I'm not going to contaminate hamburgers or, you know, or, uh, you know, even hamburgers, veggie burgers, French fries. I mean, you know, that'd be a good they, thing. They can't really contaminate but, the sun unless they lock you in. But, yes. But the other two things that they can really hit: air. Yeah. Water. Yeah. Air and water, and they're doing it with the masks. And if they mandate that, then now you're breathing CO2. Uh, which is, you know, the majority is CO2. But if you're inside right. and mask up, or I mean, you're just lowering your immune system. Yeah. If you're not but, careful. Right. But, yeah. The every mRNA vaccine is providing a small dose of AIDS anyway, autoimmune disease. It, it's so all of these vaccines have a little yeah. bit of that in there for on purpose to lower your immune efficiency immune so i think i said that right yeah uh, right so but uh there's more to come ladies and gentlemen and i know that we've gone long on these last two but mm. this we have to yeah this this, this is important good information and Absolutely. we don't want to wait to get it out no. by putting it off for three four five sessions yeah, yeah. I, no I, no yes. these needed to get out these I, need needed yeah. need to get out yes, yes absolutely so and please share yep Please share this information. Play it again. Uh, to, you know, to repeat. Uh, you can find this if if you want to to check it out uh, on Stu Peters' uh, show. So you could Google it. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm telling you, I don't know how long. Well, this maybe is. not Google it, but uh, yeah, this is maybe not, duck, duck, go it or yeah, something duck, duck, else. Yeah, or, yeah, Google. My yeah. my bad. You know, <laughs> we oh man, all these all these things that uh, you know that they take control of are just part of our vocabulary, and you know we're still learning not to not to say certain yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, not to give them kudos credit, and credit for, for all this. Yeah, stuff. exactly. Yeah, so right. Okay, uh, man, Jeez. boy, uh, good time to pray. Yes, indeed. Uh, let's let's bow our heads, Father in heaven, Lord. We thank you that you are in control. We thank you that we that that we know that you have breathed the breath of life into us, and that it is your breath, the spirit of the living God that that lives in us. Amen. Lord, we pray that that you help this message to get to all of those that need to hear it, which is everyone. But Lord, we're just limited to our little platform here, and we thank you for it. We thank you that we could reach the ones that we are reaching. And we ask a special blessing on each and every one that as they hear this, they will stay calm. They will stay measured in their belief. They will lean hard on you to ask you what you would have us to do, uh, and we would focus more on you and the things that you have provided naturally in this 
world that we can benefit from with our health and our immune system. Lord, we we pray for all of those that may have vaccine remorse. We pray that you provide a spiritual healing on them and that they will clearly understand that that is indeed poison from the serpent and stay away from it. Lord, we want to thank you again for the gift of life and the opportunity to do what we do. Forgive us for where we fall short, and we pray that your Spirit speak through us as we continue to carry your truth. And as we part ways on this episode, we pray that every intent of our thought be pure. And we ask and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again every Tuesday and Thursday on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.